And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Well, it's another Friday afternoon, and of course, what that means is quite simply, it's time to welcome to the studio once again, Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we? These Fridays, they keep coming around quickly, don't they? It's like I'm here every other day. I know. It's <laughs> wonderful. And of course... Uh, uh, you know, we can look forward to knock off drinks a little bit later on, I think. Exactly. But first, we have to do a bit of business, don't we? And today, we we're talking about catch-up concessional contributions. I'm going to have to start from the basics here, Luke. What are they? Yeah, so everybody knows that you can put a certain amount of money into super each year and claim a tax deduction. And currently, that limit is $27,500. What the catch-up concessional contribution legislation allows you to do is look back in time like a space machine and see what you haven't used of previous year's caps. So at the moment it's 27,500. In 19 and 20 financial years, the limit was 25,000. So what this piece of legislation allows you to do, provided that you meet certain criteria, is look back and say, how much of my limit did I use in the 18, 19 financial year? How much of my limit did I use in the 1920, 2021, 21, 22? Now, the two key rules here to be able to use this piece of legislation is one, you must have less than $500,000 of a total super at the 30th of June in the year prior. Okay, that's rule number one. Rule number two says you can only look back for a maximum of five years. Now, because the legislation was only passed recently, it started in the 18-19 financial year. So we're still within that five-year window. But if we give it some time, we'll be looking back to a maximum of five years. So this legislation is absolutely fantastic for a few different reasons. One, a member of a couple may or may not have been in the workforce. You may have had some kids and mum or dad have stayed home and looked after the kids and been out of the workforce and keen to top up their superannuation. So great piece of legislation. You can look back and say, well, did I work in that year? No, which means you could essentially have the entire contribution cap to use at your discretion. So that's a great benefit. The second one is you may be selling an asset We've seen house prices go crazy over the last couple of years. If you were to sell a property, for example, in this financial year and have a significant capital gain, what you could do, provided you meet the criteria we mentioned before, is say, well, I didn't put anything in extra to super in the 19, the 20, and the 21 year. So I've got a quick example. Let's say you put 10,000 a year in um, each year to superannuation from work. Okay, which means in the 2019 financial year, you had a $25,000 limit. You've used 10, which means you've got 15 of space. In the 2020 financial year, you had a $25,000 limit. You use 10 because your work put money into super for you and you have 15 of space. You have 17,500 of space in the 21 year and 17,500 of space in the 22 year. So you've got total space available to you of $65,000 and you could put $65,000 into superannuation in addition to the 22-23 limit of $27,500 and claim a massive deduction in one financial year or 
you could spread it across a couple of different years. You might do 30 this year, 30 next year. And it's important that people consider what their personal situation requires and not just race out and use all of the deductions in one go because you may get a little more bang for your buck if you spaced it out over a couple of financial years. So plan ahead, in other words. Yes, very much so. It's, it's, it's a great strategy, but you need to know why and when to use it to maximise as much as you can out of this strategy because you, you can only use it for so long because you may drop out of that five-year window a couple of years down the road. Okay, so how can people use this catch-up contribution to their advantage? Yeah, so this is a great one for those that have been out of the workforce and want to add to superannuation because you may have had a change of occupation. You may have gone from being an employee to getting contractor money. You may have doubled or tripled your remuneration. So in previous years, when you haven't had the cash flow to add money to superannuation, you may have a huge amount of money coming in now due to a change in situation or employment, or you may have inherited assets, or you may have paid off an investment property and you have rental income coming from a property. You can use that money to reduce your income tax by increasing the rate of contribution each year. You can also then use that to reduce capital gains tax on the sale of an asset. Uh, That's a great one for people that are liquidating things. You may have uh, distributions coming out of a company or a trust. You may have been accumulating earnings in a company and you're gonna make a big dividend to yourself in the last couple of years of your working life. You may then wanna look to try and use any cap space that you have to be able to maximise your deductions to offset that additional income. A great one for people returning to the workforce, as we said before. Um, If you've been out of the workforce caring for kids or studying or having a a break, catching up superannuation and maximising your contributions is another great way to always look to pay an appropriate amount of tax whilst building assets in a very tax-efficient environment, which is what superannuation provides. So there are a range of different benefits that people can consider, and it's important that you look at your situation and what you're planning on doing and when you're planning on selling things, because the capital gains tax one is a big favourite. And when you explain that to people, they, they reconsider why they hold assets and may consider using that legislation, because if you lose that five-year look back and you maybe use it all up, you've got to either recruit it again or you're gonna miss out on on taking advantage of it. You may also then look at, well, where's my super at? If I've got 400,000 in super this year, am I gonna go over that cap by the 30th of June? You may use it in this financial year because once you go over 500,000 of total super, you lose the ability to look backwards. So it's really a good one for those that have always come in and said to me, do I pay off my house or do I add to super? Well, now the answer is you can have your cake and eat it too by taking advantage of this legislation depending on what stage of life you're at. So with that $500,000 threshold, can you um, dodge the system by taking money out and then putting it back in again? Well, funny you say that on a Friday afternoon, but (laughs) let's say hypothetically speaking that you made a pension payment in June and that took your capital value of super below $500,000. Because the assessment is made at the end of each financial year, you may become available to use that legislation. Had you not made a pension payment, you would have been over the $500,000 threshold and been exempt. You could potentially make a pension payment in this financial year, bring the capital value of your superannuation down. Another example could be if you're over 65, you're at maximum preservation age. If you were to make a lump sum withdrawal from your superannuation, 
bring the balance under $500,000 in the next financial year, you could make a significant contribution. Or for those, I saw one just before 30 June last year where a farmer had never made a contribution to super because his cows and his and his livestock had been his super effectively, and he had a you know over a hundred thousand dollars in the in the catch up bin to then offset the sale of a um, a, a taxed asset which had huge huge benefits. Um, so it's really important that you consider what's available to you and the time frame under which you're going to use the legislation. So one of the big appeals of this strategy is the ability to to reduce your capital gains tax liability, but um, it's also got the benefit of adding to your super balance, doesn't it? So even if yeah. you're not trying to do something about a tax liability, if, you, if, if you've just been saving the money up, mm-hmm. is this a thing that's still worthwhile doing? Yeah, look, 100%. I say this is, this is one of the best bits of legislation written in the last 10 years, um, in my opinion, and I think that capital gains tax scenario is just one reason why you could use it. I think as you start to approach retirement, if you're 50, 55 plus and not maximizing your concessional limits, I think you're missing out on the benefits of building your superannuation because the earnings are taxed potentially at a marginal rate that is less than your own because super is very tax effective. You also have the ability to start pensions from superannuation either whilst you're working or after you've retired. So bolstering your superannuation and maximizing this is really, really important because everybody loves a tax deduction. Everybody wants to get the most out of the assets that they have and being progressive and and using this, as I say, five years comes and goes very, very quickly. And some years you may have reached the cap, some years you may not. So you need to always be looking back and saying, well, when do I or don't I have space and is it available to me? Because leaving it later and then finding out that those, those particular years that had value have dropped off your five-year cycle could be very expensive when you look at the alternatives to adding money to super. So I think it's a great strategy for everybody to consider. Now, in the past, we've spoken about a thing called transition to retirement. So if you're entering into that arrangement, does that have an impact on your catch-up concessional contributions and your ability to make those contributions? Yeah. So it has no it has no bearing on your ability to make the contribution, provided that your total super balance isn't over $500,000. Now, a transition to retirement legis- uh, pension could be a good way to get under that 500000 Now, what that would actually mean is you'd need to run two funds because under the rules of a pension, once a pension has been commenced, unless you stop it, you can't add to its capital value. So a great strategy for funding a contribution could be that you make a pension payment in May or June, then you use that same money to make a catch-up contribution and maximise your tax deductions, and you've actually used none of your own money. You've left all the money in your offset account. You may have money sitting in the bank. You may have money sitting in an invested portfolio. But if you've made a pension payment that frees up $30,000 and you've then put that money straight into another superannuation fund and claimed a tax deduction, you're well within your rights to do that. And that's one of the things that people need to be aware of the strategies that are available to you. And that's where you start stacking these strategies on top of each other, build up your super, start a pension, get under the $500,000 limit or not, and then put that money straight back in in the same financial year and claim a tax deduction. You don't actually need to save all of your wages to be able to do so. 
So it's, it's very important that people are strategic about it because it can have huge value and you may have access to the capital that you need and just not realise. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting arrangement, isn't it? Uh, Catch-up concessional contributions, the what and the how. Well, we've sort of explained the what. Um, what exactly is the how? How do you go about doing it? You just say, here's some extra money. Yeah, so really what you want to do is you want to check with your fund because you need to make sure you have that cap space. So you'd ring up your fund and say, hey, what came in in this year, this year, this year, so that you can work out if you have any room. Then what would happen is you would make a contribution to superannuation and you can do that one of two ways as we touched on last week. You could salary sacrifice through work where your employer puts the money in and that reduces your wages. Or two, you take money from somewhere, be it the offset account of your house, be it an inheritance, be it a lotto win, be it a pension payment, and put that money into superannuation. Now, once that money goes into superannuation, because in that scenario you're adding personal funds, you need to complete, as we said last week, you need to complete what's called a notice of intent. And that says to the super fund, hey, Mr. Superfund, I've put in $65,000. I wish to claim $65,000. You sign that document and then you send that into the fund. And the fund will write back to you and say, hey, Leon, thanks very much for doing that. We've applied the appropriate tax rate so that the super fund's tax return and your tax return match up in ATO heaven. So there's there's nothing awkward or difficult about actually doing it. The best thing people can do is just contact their fund and say, hey, how can I add money to the fund? They'll either give you BPAY information or an EFT so you can make a direct deposit, and then you lodge your paperwork after the money has gone in so that the fund knows what they're matching your paperwork to. And then you can repeat that process each financial year or at the start of a new financial year, potentially increase the salary sacrifice amount that you want to direct to superannuation through your workplace. For those, as we said last week, that aren't great savers and personal temptation gets a little better, gets the better of them, they can they can have work take care of it so that you're not tempted to go out and buy some new shoes or a new car. Well, we might talk about new shoes and new cars another day. I'm joined in the studio by Luke Smith from Envision Financial, and today we've been talking about catch-up concessional contributions, what they are, and how to go about making them. Luke, we've covered most of the bases here, so I guess it's time to ask, what are the key things to remember about catch-up concessional contributions? Yeah, so straight out of the gates, remember you've only got five years to look backwards. Now, at the moment, that doesn't mean too much because the legislation was only made available from the 18-19 financial year. So remember, you can only look back for five years and your total super balance must be less than $500,000 at the 30 June of the year before you make the contribution. So be careful with that one because if we see markets come up or down, you may look now and say, oh, markets are off. But towards the end of the last financial year when it may occur your balance could actually be over. So think about other strategies like starting pensions and taking money out to get yourself under the $500,000 ceiling. Um, consider using the legislation if you've returned to the workforce after a hiatus or consider using the legislation where you may have capital gains tax issues from the sale of properties. You may have had a significant bonus. You may have inherited some money and invested in your own name increasing your total taxable income. There's a range of reasons that you can consider using this legislation. And I guess the important thing is, one, we want people to know that it's available. Two, you need to be prepared. 
and, and, and collect the facts and figures that make sure it's worth doing and it is available. And then three, when you do make a contribution, make sure you complete the appropriate paperwork because if you use personal funds, you need to notify the superannuation fund that you intend to claim a tax deduction and you do that through a what's called a notice of intent. And that's an ATO form that you can download from the internet and you send it into the fund after you've added the money to the superannuation account so that they know how to treat your benefits. And then just keep in mind that one of the questions I've always had is, my super or my house? People always need to do what their priorities dictate. If paying off your home loan because interest rates are out of control is your priority, then do that. The nice thing about this legislation is that you know you'll be able, provided you meet those two rules that we spoke about, you'll be able to add money to superannuation later, potentially out of the offset account that you've built up by making additional payments to your house. So don't worry that you need to be doing everything at the same time. This piece of legislation is fantastic and it gives you the flexibility to be able to focus on the things that matter to you the most and then you can always loop back around to super and make larger contributions when you, for example, have your mortgage under control and you can direct savings at a more aggressive rate to superannuation and minimise your income tax either whilst you're working or leading into retirement. Indeed. So one of the big attractions is the ability to reduce your tax liability. But even if you don't have a tax liability problem, it's still useful to bulk up your super so that you've got plenty of income in retirement. Luke, it's time to say where can listeners get more information? Yeah, so 62604749 is the office number. We've got envisionfinancial.com.au on the internet. We've got the Strategy Stacker podcast on iTunes and Spotify. We've got the Envision Financial Canberra YouTube channel where we have the shows and the key takeouts before and after the ad break we've got a little bit of tiktok uh, strategy stacker handle there and we've got the smart money strategy your ultimate guide to financial planning that's dropping in the middle of march um, and is a great example of one of the many strategies in that book that people can sit and have a read of once that drops and that's available in all good bookstores dimix qbd and harry harthog in the act and also amazon and booktopia online so you can get a copy anyway sensational and that's coming out very very soon now uh um, it's just a matter of days away, really. Yes, it's uh, it's flying by. Flying by. So keep an eye out for that one. Place your order now with your favourite uh, bookseller. Luke, thanks very much. We'll see you next week. We'll catch you again next Friday afternoon when Luke Smith from Envision Financial joins me in the studio once again on 2 C.